Good morning, noon, and night. How you guys doing? My name is Ryan. I am the producer of the Building Great Sales Teams podcast, and I wanted to share with you guys a couple of quick highlights um, that this is not a best of a month episode. These are just a couple of highlights that I really wanted to reshare with you guys because they were such good episodes. Super awesome. Um, you guys know me. I I did not grow up in the sales world, right? So like whenever, um, or you guys may not know this, right? But I did not grow up in the sales world. I, I've been with Doug since 2018. My my uh, Argenta anniversary is actually coming up in a, in a couple of weeks. But um, what I really love about our show is that it has never really just been about sales. There have been so many different aspects of building out a business that we get to share. Um, there's so many stories that we get to be privy to and be a part of. And I just wanted to share some of those or two of those uh, episodes with you that are not necessarily heavy on sales, but it does, if you listen, help you build out a great business that people want to work for and listen to. So I know this intro was kind of long, but let's go ahead and hit the actual intro to the show. Great experiences build great leaders. Great leaders build great teams. This is Building Great Sales Teams. Now, like I said, before we hit that awesome intro that we created for you guys, this show has never just been about sales, right? We do way more than just sales. We do um, general entrepreneurship. We had um, AI talking. We did AI versus man on this show. We've done so much memes. We've done so much that, yes, it has to do with sales, but doesn't have to do with sales. One of my favorite episodes and one that I think Doug would agree is one of his favorite episodes is when we had Jose on our show. Jose was a uh, hostage in a foreign country for five years. Can you imagine being a hostage in a foreign country for one year? He did it for five. And we had him on the show and he told us his story. It was super exciting to hear. And um. And I think you guys should totally listen to that full episode, but I wanted to give you guys a little snippet of Jose's story um, in this episode today. So let's check it out. You even like get over that, the fact that you, you spent your whole life doing, you know, you know what I'm saying? And not become this like angry person, especially that first year, because that, that, that first year you're still asking why. Yeah. Probably asking why to God, yeah. probably asking why to your your friends, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and so y'all went from that to like, okay, we've got to, we've got to work our minds a little bit here. We've got to do something productive. Let's start reading. Yeah. And then eventually you started putting together your board meetings, you know what I'm saying? Which I love. I love <laughs> that. Cause I, I, I believe that as business owners and as executives, as, as managers, as leaders, at the end of the day, we're just problem solvers. Yeah. That's all we do is solve problems. Correct. We don't do the actual work. We do the Correct. thinking, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and we solve problems. So you guys got to work your minds again and you used it to be productive rather than to be destructive, which was, you know, how do we escape? How do we, 
hurt someone the way they're hurting us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. you guys started working together. And then, and then the beautiful thing in all of this, I would say is the, the advocacy on the, on the part of your, your family. And then, and then one of them moving to Columbia and basically getting you sustenance and medical supplies and then communication, which was probably the most important piece of it all. A thousand letters. I mean, that, that to me more than anything would be the hardest part mentally is not knowing how my wife's doing, how my family's doing, you know what I'm saying? And so when that communication came through, I got to imagine that was just an amazing relief for you. In, in, I can tell you the, something. Sorry, Doug, to interrupt you. It's so funny that the thing of the letter. And let me to the audience to understand. We were so happy doing that, that because we did it like during three years. Okay, so it it became like a joy every two days receiving the letter of my wife. By the way, the, the first time was handwritten. Then she began to do it in Word, so it was more sophisticated. It began mm-hmm. to be a it, so I I received the letters and then I destroyed them. I read it and destroyed it because I didn't want that they they, they because sometimes they went to 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 do right. things there. So we never they never found nothing. I can tell you never 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 I, never we 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 did it great because they never found that. So so. Uh, when I came back, I told my wife, uh, you know what, what I'm going to miss are letters. <laughs> we were really, really doing great with the letters because our letter became a very wise communication channel because you said mm-hmm. it right. You you in your life has been solving problems. So you, yeah. in some creative way, we decided to manage. I can tell you, Doc, in my book, you're going to see a lot of... This is only a, a tiny piece of what, what we did. We did a lot of things that you... you if you're going to read my book, you're going to, uh, uh, you know, see how much we manage our situation there because it became like a challenge. For us, it became like a challenge. And I can tell you, when, when we were releasing October 1st, uh, you, you know, we were landing in a Caliban island and there was a prisoner swap. So it was kind of a, a, kind of a movie. So mm-hmm. after that, we, we landed here in San Antonio in a military base. We stayed 10 days there in the military base. Psychologists, therapists, trauma specialists, a decompression process. Uh, by the way, today, all the hostages that come back go to San Antonio. Trevor Reed when there, Brian Griner. Okay. When they return, they go to San Antonio. This is like a... The, like a normal procedure that now the U.S. government is applying, okay? okay? It's very great, the program, by the way. It's called PISA, P-I-S-E, PISA. Okay, yeah. so after we 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 went to that program, we begin to, because you begin to think about all the things you did. And, and, and when we were the six talking about that, in, we were going in the plane. I was so happy. I was so happy we made it. For me, it was like a, I made it. I, they didn't broke me, and I'm back here stronger. You know that feeling of mm-hmm. of that, that you feel powerful. Yeah. yeah. That my daughter tells me that when when I came down, for, uh, 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 I was um, coming from the plane to the hangar. When she saw me, she said, "Hey, this guy is coming like from a vacation trip." But <laughs> 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 I was so happy that in my face. I was so happy. That I because maybe she saw that I could come broke and something like that. No, I wasn't. Oh, 
for me, was they didn't, they didn't break your dad. They didn't break your dad, baby. Yeah, yeah. Hell no. I love that. I love that. I love that moment. You know? <laughs> that that was probably just as good as the, the letter. Her seeing that they didn't break you. Super, super, super awesome episode. When I tell you that that. That excited me, right? That episode one, we, we, me and Doug, we always go back and forth on what we're going to do with the show. And we, we have some news on that coming up. Um, very shortly, we have some news on that coming up. But we always were debating on like, hey, is this show, is it sales teams? Is it more? Because we, we, you know, we started talking about legacy. That was a really big thing that we wanted to bring in there. And then when we had Jose come on this, um, He's an awesome guest. If you are a podcaster yourself, um, you should totally, definitely reach out to him. He has an awesome story. He has so much experience that um, he could share with you guys. But when we were thinking about getting Jose on the show, it, it was a question of there was a, there was a lot of factors that we we uh, went through before we had him on the show. And as soon as he started talking, as soon as he started telling his story. Um, and he brought the receipts and everything. We were able to see and go through it with him. Um, it was super exciting to see someone who went through such a, a, a harrowing experience and come out on the other side and say, I wasn't broken. And because I wasn't broken, I want to share with the world how I was able to go through that and come out the other side better. Super, super awesome episode. You should definitely check it out when you get a chance. Um, the link is in the description on this. Now, another person that I wanted to share on this episode of Quick Highlights, Angela Johnson. Now, in this episode, we did talk a lot about sales, right? But reason why I picked it, because, you know, I was just saying, oh, yeah, we don't talk a lot about sales. The reason why I picked this one is because Angela is a scrum master, right? And I did not know what that was. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Um, uh, but it has something to do with rugby. And if you've been watching this show for any extended period of time, you know that Doug likes himself some rugby, right? So I was like, yeah, this would be a great uh, guest to have on the show. And boy, was I right. I'm patting myself on the back. If you are watching it, you see that. If you are not, I'm just telling you I did. I patted myself on the back, right? Because, again... It's the it's the passionate episodes that are just great conversations that I absolutely love. And this was a great conversation with Angela. I'm going to give you a, a quick snippet of it. And, and what I liked about this little snippet that I wanted to share with you guys is the is the trust that she has with her team. But it's a trust that was built up with her team, not something that, you know, uh, it just happens overnight. Right. Um so it is it is really something that I think would be very beneficial to everybody who is listening to it. Um, and it was very beneficial to me when I was listening to it for the first time as well. So let's uh, let's check out what Angela has to say about that. You you jumped into basically, you know, where it wasn't just you by yourself anymore. Now you brought on a whole mm -hmm. team. How are you structured? And I'm curious. I'm, I'm selfishly curious about this because. You know, I've got uh, my building grade sales teams product, right? And I've got one-on-one -on -one consulting with that. And um, I'm currently training another consultant right now. And then we're going to eventually bring on two more. That way we can scale, right? But it's all mm -hmm. around mm -hmm. this, you know, building grade sales teams framework. And in your case, it's the Scrum framework. 
So how did you decide that like, hey, I have enough work to where I can bring on other people and, and, and feed them work? And are you the only rainmaker or, you know, like we talked about before we got on the call, right? you know, your concept is that everybody's a salesperson. So can you kind of talk about the flow of business into the company, where it comes from? And then when you decided, hey, I need more people in the, in this uh, scrum master role. You pointed out that we just turned 13. <clears throat> so two to three years in, I already knew I was in trouble and needed help because okay. I'm one person. I can only deliver one class at a time. I can't physically be delivering, you know, multiple training classes at a time. Not right. yet anyway. Haven't figured out how to do that. But um, also with engagements for client work. And so as I started mentoring and training somebody else, because you said, am I the only rainmaker? I am not. Mm -hmm. Christian Antoine is also a certified scrum trainer on my team who okay. I mentored into doing exactly what I do. Okay. And so he very quickly developed his own following. But we also have another trainer who, although we're passionate about Scrum, he's equally passionate about something called Kanban, which may be a whole different conversation for a okay. different day. But he's accredited in that in his own right. And so okay. how does work really flow into the company we do have our followings. And so social media for us is key. We okay. have our own podcast as well so that we can mm -hmm. drip out content, but we have to be on, on social media. That's this new digital age. That's just our Absolutely. bread and butter. Mm -hmm. But you're right. Everybody is in sales. So we don't have one salesperson per se. Every single person on this team is empowered to have a conversation with mm -hmm. any potential client. And I haven't even talked about, you know, the physical space because we have other teammates right. who focus on the physical space. But if we were trying to make people specialize, we'd be kind of dead in the water. And so when I look at myself in the kind of organization I wanted to create, mm -hmm. I absolutely did not want it to be command and control. I don't want to hear the phrase, Angela said, Angela said. I also do not want people, well, I have to check with Angela. Well, I have to check with Angela. I do not want to be a bottleneck. So mm -hmm. I love the fact that I have the gift of working here. This is truly yeah. an empowered, self-organizing team who mm -hmm. uses the framework, making work visible, having an ordered list, this advanced technique called talking to each other every day <laughs> and helping each other figure out what we need. Everybody has a stamp with my signature mm -hmm. on it. They have oh, access wow. to the company checkbook. They have a company credit card. There's beer in the fridge. There is a wine fridge too, equal opportunity here, let's be honest. And in 13 years, nobody has abused it. Nobody has abused it. Because you, you hire adults. I hire adults. <laughs> I treat people like adults. They yeah. act like adults, crazy. You know, yeah. so I, I work with leaders who sometimes get so worried. They're like, I said, what, what's wrong? Don't, don't you trust people? Of course, I, I don't trust them. I don't trust them. I'm, like, I'm, I'm a little jaded on this, and I, I get where they're coming from because I, I did door to door for 13 years, so I hire door to door sales reps. You know what I'm saying? Which these are these are not adults. They're they're young adults. Let's put it that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> they haven't figured out their moral compass yet. You know okay. what I'm saying? And so I'm I am more than sure. You know, all the red flags going up in my head as you're talking about this all come from that trauma, I should say. So, uh, you know, my team that I have now, 100% I could do that with. I actually do that with like my whole team has access to our company credit card, you know. Mm -hmm. And so um, we don't we don't have beer in the fridge. I, 
I know. saw you look over at your producer. You're like, hey. <laughs> Process but, uh, improvement. Well, he, he doesn't drink, you know what I mean? So that, you know, kind we of. We got sparkling water. We got Yeah, exactly. We have our own energy drink. So there's that, you know, we're all about caffeine, but. So what I loved about that scene is the, is the, the team aspect of it, right? Uh, one thing that I've learned a lot from uh, Doug as, as I've worked with him as closely as I have for the past year and a half now is, is the importance of building a brand, right? Like I, I knew what, how to, let me rephrase. I knew that there, it was important to build a personal brand, right? Um, if you've been on this show for any extended period of time, you've heard me say, or you've heard Doug say that I have a background in music, right? I did music production. I, I was an artist. I've, I've done shows. I've done all that stuff. Right. So like branding is, is, has always been um, essential to that. So I understood that. Um, what I liked about Angela was her one, her idea that everybody is, is in sales at the company Two, she trained someone up um, to do everything that she's doing, but knew enough to not mold them into a mini her, but mold them into who they needed to be, right? Um, I don't remember if it was on a, a sculpting show or if it was on SpongeBob or whatever the case might be, but I remember when someone is sculpting and I say SpongeBob, this is a funny episode of SpongeBob. We'll get into that later. Shoot me a DM and, and maybe we can talk about it, but it was whenever I am sculpting, they said, I, I take off every piece that doesn't look like whatever I'm sculpting. I think they were talking about, um, uh, like, it, it, I think it was like, the bust of David or something like that. It was some sculpture. And he said, I, well, all I did was I took off every piece that did not look like what I wanted it to look like. And that's super important. Right. Um, what Angela did was she molded her team in such a way that they were able to shine. So she doesn't have to be the only rainmaker. And the second thing that she did was uh, this all all secretive, all inclusive thing called communicating with each other every day. That is huge. When you talk to the people in your office and you guys have a relationship outside of just work, that's a huge superpower that most companies do not have. So that's super exciting to hear those episodes um, that we share with you, one with Jose, one with Angela. I think they would be so advantageous to you as an entrepreneur, as you as a business person, as you as uh, an employee, as you as just a person in general. Those two episodes, I think, are super, super duper important to hear from us. And I'm so glad that you guys took the time to spend some time with me today. And I hope that uh, you guys stick around. There's exciting news coming up in the next coming weeks, the next coming episodes. Um, and I'm just I'm just excited that you guys are along for the ride with us. Um, as always, let's get building. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Building Great Sales Teams. We appreciate it. Be sure to execute on everything that you just heard and let's get building. Before we sign off, we'd like to invite you to join our Brickyard community. 
head on over to jointhebrickyard.com. Again, that's jointhebrickyard.com or click the link in the description to find out more.